0: I'm well, a fun you guy. You have fun when they finish below 500. I'm just Captain Fun. I guess.
1: Or a captain suit, the show from now on.
0: I don't like to have point. Well, that's called the hook.
1: I don't like
2: it. What the hook How do you,
0: you get rid of it? Can you get rid of the hook? I'm going to have a coronary. I'm getting too old for this job, but you guys may have won. Upset. If you look back at where the term came from, it was from a horse race. When Upset did you turn the Cliff major, I like this job. <laughs> I've had it for a
3: long time, Paul. Last this is the chemistry
1: lab. I are on
0: the verge of next year's Super Bowl. I can't help what be. I think. Be honest, Paulie. You're not doing this for <laughs> other people's entertainment. You are truly enjoying this. This yes. is Orange
4: Nation. With Stephen Fonte and Paulie
0: Sebelian. Good afternoon, everyone. Glad to have you with us alongside Paulie Sebelia. I'm Stephen Fonti. We've made it to Friday. And for the first time in some 47 years, Syracuse basketball has a new head coach. It is one Adrian Autry. He will join us live on the show coming up at 1230. Outside of that, we want to hear from you. 315-437-7644. No rundown today, Paulie. It's all Adrian Autry. It's all Jim Beheim. It's all Syracuse basketball start to finish. And it's all calls.
1: We want to hear from you, what you thought of the press conference, what you think of the hire, what you think of Jim Beheim? blah, blah, blah. I just want to hit the elephant in the room. The outcome that everybody that has a clue on earth knew was going to happen, happened. Everybody sat down, talked, cooler heads prevailed. That's all. I saw a lot of people, do they think we're stupid and we don't realize that Wednesday happened? No, they don't think you're stupid. It just
0: they fixed it. And be happy they fixed it, and let's move on. The last several days were awkward, uncomfortable. A lot of people had a lot of questions. I thought today they got it right. Like that 50-minute press conference, as you said, you know, off air before we started, you're like, well, that's what they should have done all along. Cooler heads did prevail. You knew they would.
1: Like anybody thought that Jim Beheim's tenure at Syracuse University was going to end badly isn't... The, come on. Syracuse The the powers that be at Syracuse are smarter than that, and Jim Beheim's smarter than that. There's a level of professionalism. It didn't go down quite the way everybody would have liked it to, but you knew if they sat down and talked, they'd figure it out, and they did.
0: They did, and he will have a, a position moving forward at the university... He said that uh, he's going to sit down with John Wildhack next week. They'll figure out the details of that. But he's going to remain associated with the university. And now this is Red's program. And yeah. today was today was about closure, I think, on Jim Boeheim. And I think it was about the the start of something new, a new beginning for Syracuse basketball with Adrian Autry. Yeah, and I look forward to it. You know, it's it's going to be different for us. It's going to be different for everybody. You know, we uh, we carried the press conference live on News Channel 9, and and they had us lead into it. And so Andrew Donovan and I were doing a, a live hit, you know, from 10 o'clock until when the press conference started. We didn't talk for very long, but one of the things I said to him, and, and I, I still feel like this, it, this whole day just kind of feels surreal. Like, we, we knew it was coming at some point. Like, we knew Jim Bayham wasn't going to coach forever. But it's all we've known, right? Jim Bayham has been the head coach. And, you know, the last couple of days have been a whirlwind for – for everyone, us included, um, and I, I feel like I haven't had time to sit down and just take a deep breath about man. There, there is a new basketball coach uh, at Syracuse, and it, so t- today felt a little surreal. But it's um, you know it is reality now, and I, I thought I thought Red hit all the right notes during the press conference. I thought Jim Beheim hit all the right notes during the press conference, and it. Uh, I think everybody. Well, I can't speak for everybody. We've learned that in the show i speak for me i think i speak for you in that i'm a lot more comfortable now with how all this ended yeah and now it feels like okay let's all move on now yeah
1: it was uh it was a disaster that turned into picture perfect i thought i thought that press conference was awesome and uh
0: does it sound like the zone's going away steve
1: should I, that, poke, should I poke we, the bear?
0: Should yeah, maybe have Adrian yell at you today, and then you'll feel right. right we at home need
1: there. a new. We need a new segment, like a new soundbite in the open of a the Syracuse basketball head coach insulting me. So maybe I will say, "Hey, I thought you said you were going to be a man." When coach. we
0: were at Destiny at the beginning of the year, he did mention man to man, but he he didn't say he wasn't going to play zone. He he's been consistent. He said today what he said back then. He's going to do whatever it I takes. I can't live with the zone. No, no. One more
1: shout out to us, uh, about Jim press conference. He apparently did not like the idea <laughs> that I had of them hiring a head coach. I almost someone texted with, you what he said that was that was definitely with, aimed at you. With yes. someone's head coaching experience. Yeah, see?
0: That was definitely aimed I at mean, you. I mean, come on, he gave you at least call me out in your Yeah.
1: Let me have that in my That eyes. could
0: have been a good soundbite. Uh yeah. <laughs> right. the new open. All right, let's hit the phone lines. Uh jam packed at the moment. 315-437-7644. Tom in Syracuse is gonna kick us off on the show today. Hey Tom.
5: Hey guys. Yeah, I'm I'm glad today happened. You know, I was worried, you know. I was in the put me in the camp that people were real upset by all this. Well, you know, it was two days of every Internet or every outlet in the country rehashing every misstep that he ever made in his life. I didn't think that was fair. You know, he got a lot of negativity. People didn't like him. There was their final shot to pile on him, you know, but hopefully today will put an end to it all. And this one thing, I mean, I mean, there was a lot of positive things. I mean, especially, you know, with the, the local TV stations, really, you know, told the truth about really what kind of guy he was. He raised $10 million in, in his foundation to put basketball courts up in the city, to uh, buy clothes for needy people, school supplies for kids. And that doesn't even count some of the, you know, all the, all the money he raised for cancer research. But, you know, too many great moments to, to even. It would take an hour to go through them all. But I, I'm glad today happened. And um, I hope the nucleus of this year's team comes back, and I think they could do some damage next year.
0: All right. Well said, Tom. Uh, appreciate you kicking us off. And yeah, I mean, I think there's no doubt he has done a lot for this area. And I think you you saw today, and you heard today, and you felt today, Paulie, just how much this place means to him.
1: Yeah. And you know what? I the one thing I appreciate about Jim Beheim, also about his charity work, is he doesn't talk about it. He asks, you know, sure, there's commercials running for hey, come to this, do that. He's he never mentions it. He does charity right. If you're gonna do charity, you don't talk about it. You do it and you 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 sit there and and you don't brag about it. And that's it's amazing
0: how he's done it. It goes back to the story Matt Park told yesterday about yeah. the, you know, snaps his fingers, buys somebody dinner at uh at yeah, Carabas, was you know? It was, right. a, it was yeah. a little girl's birthday party and he paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. And, and nobody mentions it. It's as it's as subtle as that. Um all right, back to the phone lines. Let's keep them going. Uh, 315-437-7644. How about Pat and Syracuse up next? Hey, Pat.
4: Yeah, that was a plus effort. Um, I think everybody's at peace with it. I know I am. And if I'm at peace with it, I would, I would assume most most people are. Um, really excited about uh, the opportunity for Red. Um, I, I do want to go into a little bit with the zone because I, I, I still think the zone can be a uh, primary or secondary defense. Um, I just don't think you can run it with Joe Girard. Uh, I, I, really think, and I really think you need – I think the only zone that I can see as a good zone team next year would be Jesse at the five, Benny continuing to develop that jump shot at the three, um, and that's pinnacle. Because you have to have you have to have uh, that shooter out there. Because my best zone defense is probably the worst offense. You got to have Mal- Malik at the four, and now you have got a big zone in the back. All of them should be able to rebound and co- cover a lot more space. And then up front, uh, I w- the best zone defense I-, I-, I could come up with would be either Copeland or Mintz at the one, and Justin Taylor at the two. Uh, if somebody wants to try to convince me that going six seven six up top with six nine six 10, uh, seven, seven foot in the back that that zone defense couldn't be effective. Uh, I, I would love to have that debate with, with, especially with Vito, who's been anti-zone since we, uh, caused Buzz Williams to lose his last two hairs on his head when, uh, Marquette couldn't, couldn't score. And we went to the final four. So I'm still a big zone guy. Um, still, still think it should be, um, if it's your primary, you got to have a secondary defense, um, really going to miss Jim more, more than anybody would would know. I've been listening to him on on the radio since his very first show, uh, learn more about basketball from Jim than, than anybody else. And, um, it was well done. And I, I, I I thought he nailed it. And, uh, for anybody who didn't listen to what Adam Schein had to say about it, I highly recommend that because Adam nailed it, um like he always does. So just well done, Steve. You had a good question. I, I, I thought all the local media did uh, did a tremendous job of not poking the bear but trying to get some of the ducks in a row. My only thing that I would be concerned about internally, and I am going to say it, is I don't know if there was any truth to the fact that you know, uh, Jim wanted Jerry, and the university wanted Red, and and I, I'll just leave you on that, guys. But uh, this is a, this is this is a good day to start the weekend, even though we're not playing. And I'm hoping to get back to the uh, Friday night semifinals real soon.
0: All right, Pat. Uh, yeah, they got it right today. I, you know, Pat's he's at peace with it. I, I think that's a that's a good phrase to use. Um, with how this whole thing played out, how this week played out, how the last couple of years have played out, I do think today offered Orange Nation that that piece. Do you know what Syracuse needs?
1: You know, at the two, if Joe comes back, depth. Right. I I'll, I'll, I'll heart, I I can't believe we we got a shot at Joe Gerard. What they need is somebody that can go into the game when they need. Maybe it's Quadir Copeland. You know, they need somebody. They did. I referenced that final play of the national championship game. Jerry McNamara wasn't on the court. They went to jo- They moved quest to the three. They had Billy Eland and Josh pace up top. And it may just be a matter that you need offense. Joe's in, you need a stop. You got somebody that can come in off the bench and play the two.
0: Yeah. And I, you know, and and Pat was going through the, the various options and, and I, I would be excited about those options as well. You just you just don't know right now who's coming back. Offensively, you probably
1: need Joe Girard back. I would think. Yeah,
0: and if you bring Joe Girard back, is someone like Justin Taylor coming back? You know, I mean, yeah. right. I mean, I would doubt kid, it. Kid wants to play. Um, so it's it, that's the way things work these days, right? Mm-hmm. Is it you, you may have to you may have to pick and choose. It may not be as simple as well, the sophomores are going to turn into juniors and the juniors are going to turn into seniors. Those, those days are gone. Now it's, you know, kids want to play. And if if they're not a starter, then they may be looking around. So um, it'll be interesting to see how the next uh, few weeks play themselves out as the portal opens and guys assess their options. And, you know, Judah Mintz, uh, I'm sure he's thinking about testing the waters and, um, you know, other guys are, are going to be looking at their options. Including Jesse and Joe. You know, you would love to have Jesse Edwards back. Especially the way that he closed out the season. Um, You know, is he going to come back? Is he going to move on with his life and, and start getting paid to play basketball? Remains to be seen. Let's hit our first time out here. Phone lines remain open. Again, we've got uh, Adrian Autry set to join us at 1230. So we'll take more of your phone calls next at 315-437-7644. And then we'll hear from Red coming up in about 15 minutes. We're back after this on ESPN Radio.
4: Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com. <laughs> Hey, this
1: name, uh, a name of this song, Steve, is kind of appropriate. Boston, our artist of the day. Don't look back. You know this one? I do know this one. You're going to know them all. Yeah? I'm going out on a limb. I was a little taken aback by how many Boston songs I knew. I don't know why they're the artist of the day. Someone in their band did something. Sounds like you. They had a tea party.
0: <laughs> uh, Adrian Autry coming up here in about a little more than 10 minutes from now. Uh, we'll talk to Red about, I'm sure, what's been uh, a whirlwind uh, few days for him as well. For everybody associated with Syracuse basketball. Fans, media, players, coaches. It's uh, It's been a wild ride uh, the last uh, the last three days.
1: We want to hear from you also. Uh, 315-437-7644. Jim Beheim spoke today. He did. I wanted to talk about uh, when he uh, decided it was time for retirement.
2: For most of this year, I really didn't think about retirement, which is true of every year. I think some people have had me being retired about 10 different times, but I thought about this year. uh, And obviously when we hit the stretch that we hit where I didn't coach very good, we didn't play very good. Oh, we lost those four games. I felt that this was the time.
0: You know, somebody just uh, wrote in our chat, DC Orange at QSportsTalk.com, just said, so glad Bayham was at the presser today, helped calm everyone's anger about how it happened on Wednesday. It, it, that, that person is absolutely right. Uh, DC Orange is absolutely right. It, I, I think it was so important that he was there. Um, again, for, for closure for him, for closure for the fans. For The community, so that everybody and I, I think it was important to show his support of Adrian Autry and that right. he's still invested in Syracuse basketball. And it, it the university owed him that. Um, I think again, we saw and heard and felt I'll use that line again how important Syracuse University, um, and, and the city of Syracuse is to Jim Bayheim. I, I think today was really, really important. Yes, it was about red, and I think the fact that they didn't. Have Jim up there for questions during the Q and A. I think that was important too. Let him say what he needs to say. It's Red's day, and I I think they I really think they handled it well by having him there, letting him speak, and then having Red up there for the Q and A, and Jim not going back up there.
1: Yeah, it was it was well done, and I didn't know if Jim would be there up until late last night, and I'm glad they figured it out. I knew they would eventually. I didn't think it was going to be some nasty, disgusting, you know cuffs between them and you know, irreconcilable differences. But it was uh, it was handled well, and I'm glad they got it done as quickly as they did.
0: All right, let's uh, take a phone call. How about Ted in Pittsburgh? He's up next on the show. Hey, Ted.
3: Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Uh, it's just um, they handled it very well, and you know, I kind of I was I was sitting there. Um, I couldn't listen to it live because I was in a meeting, but. I listened to it and you can't help but shed a tear, right? I mean, it, 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 it was so well done, and I appreciate so much when they talk about their families and their support. You can't, you, know, you, you can't help get a, just feel heartfelt, right, about that whole thing. And uh, I actually feel bad when I call the show and I'm negative towards Bayheim. I mean, it kinda, that's kind of that's kind of where where it puts me.
0: Yeah, you know, you said you couldn't help but shed a tear. I I, I got uh, multiple texts from my wife uh, at very towards the beginning when Jim Beheim was speaking, and then and then afterwards uh, that uh, she did the same. I mean, it what it was emotional. I think you know yeah. he got emotional. Um, you know, Adrian got emotional. Yeah, it, it was yeah. an emotional day. The time I kind of got a little caught up was when Red
1: got up there and found it hard to talk. Talk when, about coach yeah. when talk about Beheim. Yeah,
0: yeah
3: i will leave you with this. So on our conference call today at work, I have a lot of pit fans that I work with. And I did say to close out our conference call our Friday call that I told everybody to take a moment and reflect on Bayham's career. (laughs) 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 And, uh, and that went over well, but, but thank you again, guys. We'll talk soon. This is exciting. I would love them to see if, if any players do leave, I've said it before. I would love to see J.J. Starling up top of Judah as my dream team, um, you know, at, at the top of that zone or man-to-man or whatever they play. But uh, you guys have an awesome day. We appreciate
0: it. All right. Thank you, Ted. Appreciate you checking in. Uh, that is certainly a name that everybody's keeping their eyes on, Mike Bray out at Notre Dame. And, you know, what will J.J. Starling do? Um, and a lot of people would love to see him back uh, in this area in a, in an orange uniform next year. A lot has to happen between now and then, though.
1: Can I address something else in the chat? Sure. Like everybody is saying, well, Syracuse is lying, blah, blah, blah. They think we're stupid, you know, and the way it was handled. They're, guys, it's PR. They they aren't going to come out and say we effed up and we shouldn't have done it this way. They fixed it. Just be, just be happy they fixed it. it. Don't dwell on the negative. Coming from the most negative guy in town. Don't dwell on it. Just move on. But you know what? They want you to believe Wednesday never happened. You know what? Do it. Just pretend it never happened. That press release never came out. Jim Bayheim never had that. Let that press conference right there be the way this season ended and the way Jim Bayheim's tenure ended. Just go with that. They don't think you're stupid. I do. Thank you. <laughs>
0: I don't even know what to say to that. If that's not the, uh, that, that should be just like your, whenever you sign off for the last time, Paulie, that should be your line. <laughs> can, can you remember that? Yes. For when you sign off? Uh,
1: here's Jim Beheim talking about what his future holds.
2: We met for 45 minutes yesterday afternoon. Everything was worked out. Most everything, not quite, but most everything. The basics. I will work with John, I will work with the chancellor. I'm so thrilled to be at this university and continue I wouldn't know what else to do anyway
0: and again i I think you can uh, I'll go back to the his his love for this place um it, it's been frustrating i think for it listen the last couple of years have been frustrating for everyone but when people say that you know this is you know, Jim's burning the program to the ground, and no one cares more about Syracuse basketball than him. And I think again that was that was evident today. So I hope for those people that you know think that Jim Boeheim didn't care about the results, or yeah, he he did what he thought he needed to do to win as many games as possible. It hasn't gone the way he's wanted it to the last couple of years, but I just I I haven't really understand understood the vitriol that that we've you know, been subjected to the the last couple well, of years.
1: It's so funny to me to see people also say the same people that have been saying it's time for him to go. We're also in the chat saying, I can't believe how they treated him. Like, <laughs> you wanted this. Like, come on. You can't. It's fixed, you know? And it, it, the program was never run to the ground and it never hit rock bottom. Well, you
0: heard all that though too, Yeah, right? No, no, was, no, I get it. That's acting, what I'm saying. Like, acting like that's what he wanted. Like, yeah, it, he's, Listen. He's given his life to this program. I've heard
1: Jim Beheim talk a lot in my life, and to hear him on this show, like which we were lucky to do, for that four-game losing streak, you could tell it was bothering him. Yeah, and he kind of, he kind of felt. You know, he said he said I'm not doing a good job of coaching. Like I I maybe I can't get through to these kids anymore. Yeah, his, and his, he
0: was honest about it. And his tone seemed to change yeah. uh, towards the end of that four-game losing streak. We do have to take a timeout because when we return, we are going to be joined by the new head coach of Syracuse basketball, Adrian Autry, joins us next on ESPN Radio. ESPN 97.7 at 100.1. Watch
4: live on dot com. <laughs>
1: Welcome back to Orange Nation, Artist of the Day, Boston. Topic of the Day, new head coach, Steve. Did you know that?
0: Yes. I'm fully aware. I Uh, guess I
1: was just learning of this.
0: And as we, uh, let's go to the guest line to bring on our our one and only guest today. And so we have a call screener here uh, at ESPN Radio, and it says who the person is, and then there's a, a, a column for their title. And it says, Adrian Autry SU men's basketball head coach uh, as we welcome in uh, the new head coach of the Orange. How does that sound to you, Red? Uh, Syracuse head basketball coach.
6: Still hasn't sunk in yet. Um, sounds good. Uh, everything obviously right now is uh, a little bit surreal, but um, I'm just excited and uh, ready to get to work.
0: But what have the last few days been like for you?
6: Oh, man. Uh, sleepless. Uh, preparation. Uh, Trying to do the job. Obviously, we know how uh, there's businesses, things. Um, in today's world, moves fast. So, you know, you, you, you start to prepare for today, but you also know you got a job to do with the players. Um, so, getting a chance to talk to those guys. So, just a lot, but a lot of sleepless sleepless nights the last two nights. But I'm sure I'll catch up, will catch up pretty soon.
1: Red, when you started coaching, what was your first goal in coaching? And how did you, like, maybe you can walk us through, was the thought of ever being a head coach at Syracuse in there, or just a head coach anywhere in your dreams?
6: You know, Paul, a good question. Um, my main goal, whenever, uh, whenever uh, I got started in this, when I get when I got started in this business, was just to have an impact, to be able to impact and get a the player or whoever I was with, whatever program I was with, to have a positive impact. That's all it's ever been, um, and that was always been my motto and uh, I've always done that, and unfortunately, uh, you, know, you know, it's worked out for me. But um, but that when I got into coaching, that's what I wanted to do. I just wanted to impact the program and the people that I were around.
0: You had a chance to address the media this morning with your introductory press conference, and uh, great job, by the way. I thought the press conference was great. Um, you got a little emotional uh, when you were talking about Jim Beheim. Can you kind of put into words for us what he has meant not just professionally, but personally for you and, and how he has influenced uh, you again, both on and off the court?
6: You no, know, he's been like a father figure for me. Um, he's given me opportunities um, when I was a young adult. And, uh, you know, and then when I came back as an adult, you know, he gave me another opportunity. And just that loyalty and that love um, that he just shows to all of his players um you know I got emotional because when he when he when he talked he just talked about you know how long you know when he started recruiting me um and uh and he's always been a- he's been he's always been a part of of my life in some fashion or form um, from that age on you know sixteen on so um i didn't think I would do it, but uh it got emotional. Um, when I, when I started to talk about him, but he just meant so much to me, not only as a coach, but just as a a family man, um, how to be a community figure, um, how to carry yourself, um, you know, just a, a whole, a whole ton of things.
0: I'm sure that uh, you'll do a lot the same as Jim Beheim, but you're your own coach and your own person. I'm sure you're going to do some things differently as well. Uh, that's been a a hot topic the last couple of days on our show with with our listeners. You know, people wondering, you know, yes, about the zone defense versus man to man. But what what are some things that will define you, I guess, as a head coach? And I'm sure you've given a lot of thought into you know some things you might do a little bit differently.
6: Well, I think you know. <clears throat> You know, uh, a lot of times you get these jobs and you say, you know, you want to do this, you want to do that. I think the first thing is really just getting the right guys in here, and I think we have the right guys. Um, and then you, you you try to put them in the best situations. Um, and, and The one thing I'll say is when you watch us play, you're going to watch hard-playing guys, and they're going to play together. Um, and they're going to play for each other. And I think, um, you know, those are the three things when you, when you watch us play going forward, um, you know, those are the things that will stick out.
0: You know, you talk about having the right guys here. Um, I, I want to talk to you about your staff a little bit, and then I, I want to talk about the the roster. So let's start with the staff. Uh, many have been wondering if uh, it, we assume Jerry and Griff will be a part of it. I, I just w- hoping you can confirm that, and then we'll we'll talk a little bit about that that opening. Do you have somebody in mind for to, to fill uh, you know that one position that's still open on the bench?
6: Well, I'll answer it uh, in two parts. Uh, the first is I fully expect. Um, our staff, Jerry and Alan, to stay intact. Um, this is family, you know, um, and I think uh, we are all excited to to attack this new journey. Um, so I expect them all to be there, you know. As far as uh, my staff, we're gonna take some time with that. We'll be very slow, be a, be very deliberate. Um, it's a big it's a big hire. I just want to make sure that um, I get the right fit because that that matters. So. Um, you know we'll, you know we'll see we'll cross that bridge when we get there but for right now I'm just elated that I you know that I have Jerry and Alan next to me right now as we continue to move forward.
0: Now obviously one thing that has defined this staff has been it's you know it's all Syracuse guys, right? Um, and I know you said you're going to take your time. would you ideally like to keep it in the family and go with a former Syracuse player or is that not necessarily the case with this particular hire?
6: That's not necessarily the case. I, I, I just, like I said, I have to get the person that fits um, with our overall plan on the things that are important for this program and also someone that can fit with, with, with our staff. So, you know, fit is, is going to be the main thing that drives this hire.
1: With your expectation that the staff is staying together, the question that gets been getting asked a lot is how long has this plan been in place and was this a surprise to anybody?
6: You know, um obviously coach was you know he was getting towards the end, he just didn't know when um and uh right now, you know it happened, and you know it happened you know very quickly. I'm just happy to be here, I'm just happy that uh, i'm I'm the head coach, but you know I think you know the last couple of you know seasons you you knew the end was coming, you just didn't know when.
0: You know, Jim Beheim referred to the the four game losing streak today. At, you know, at, at, during his portion of the press conference, saying that that's when he really started to feel like this might be the end this year. Uh, is that around the time that that you were informed that that you'd be the head coach, or, or again, has this been more of a, a recent thing within the last few days?
6: No, you know, I, you know I, I, again, I wasn't privy to those conversations. You know, you know, I got pulled in, you know, shortly after that. But um, you know, again. It was a tough. I, I, that four game stretch was tough. You know, um, you know, he you know he talked to me, he talked to the staff, he talked to the players. But you know, me knowing him so long, you just knew. Uh, you know, that was that was that was tough to go through. You know, um, with a young team. So, but you know, like any any losing streak. So it didn't strike me as anything different. You know, it was just you know a tough a tough time. But you know, obviously he said what he said today. You know, I didn't realize it impacted it in that way
0: you know looking at your top priority now I would assume uh, at the top of the list or near the top of the list has got to be the roster management right Uh, the guys who are are on the roster and and obviously recruiting and I know we can't talk recruiting but we can talk about the guys that have played uh, you know at Syracuse and and who you expect back and you know it's everywhere from you've got seniors Joe and Jesse that they can come back if they want Samir Torrance can come back if he he wants eligibility wise and then you got all these younger guys uh, as well is everybody welcome back on the roster, and I guess, how do you expect all of this to play itself out with the transfer portal and whatnot?
6: You know, that's a good question. Um, as right now, um, I am slowing down a little bit, trying to take it day by day. Um, as we move forward, like I said uh, in the press conference, we have sat down and talked to people, with things are, you know, fluid. You know, they go on, you know, some of our guys are going to go home with their families. You know, we have to meet with families so we're just going to take our time with that. And then once you know we figure out what the plan is, we'll move accordingly. Um, so for right now, you know, um, you know, we're just uh, trying to take it slow. and uh, you know, I think in the next couple of days, we'll start to have more answers.
0: and and I, and I understand that completely. Just I guess, could you speak generally about your approach to the transfer portal? Because you know when you first got into coaching, this wasn't a thing and and now it is, and everyone's adjusting. And you know, last year you guys decided to go the route of of a big freshman class. Um, and, and we've seen other teams, you know, Pittsburgh, Wake Forest, some of the schools that Jim Beha mentioned a few weeks back, they, they went portal and, and they were able to turn over their roster and, and they got old quick and, and, and they've had you know some good seasons. I mean, look at what Pittsburgh's been able to do as, as just an example. What, what will be your approach to the, to the portal moving forward?
6: You know, I think uh, you always got to look at the portal. You always look and try to improve your team. Um, you know, once we figure out the roster, I think you can move accordingly. I mean, the thing about the portal, like, you know, you have to uh, – you really have to take a dive in and, you know, it's like we recruit someone and you're trying to date someone. And it's with the portal, you don't have as much time. You know, when you're recruiting high school kids, you get a chance to build relationships for three and, you know, one and two years, sometimes three years. Um, but with this portal, you know, you just got to really try to figure out what you need. And I think a lot of that will determine, you know, the movement or lack of movement which, whether we go in the portal or not.
1: Coach, you know, everybody wants to know whether you're going to play man zone. I'm going to ask you something on the opposite side. What can people expect offensively out of an Adrian Autry coach team?
6: You know, we're going, we, 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 we want to play with some space. We want to get up and down. Uh, you know, we we'll want to play a little faster. We want to try to be aggressive on that end of the floor if we can get some easy ones. You know, we're going to really push that. Um, we're going to share the ball and we're going to play together. You know, we're going to play uh We're going to play with some, you know, like to say, space and pace, you know, open it up. uh, But the mindset is to be aggressive and attacking.
0: Last question for me, coach. Uh, Do you have a message for the fans? You know, the fans, there's a. You know, there's a there's a nervous excitement anytime there, there's somebody new. And, and listen, this fan base hasn't experienced. You know, I'm 47 years old. I've I've never known anything other than Jim Beheim as, as the head coach of the Orange. So, what what would be your message to those on the outside, those in the media, the fans that support this program, uh, of what they can expect and and what you're looking forward to? Uh, you know, as being the leader of this program,
6: you can expect a team that's going to come out and play hard, um, give their heart they are going to play with emotion. And, uh, you know, and, and those are the things, you know, determination, grit. Um, and then, you know, it'll be exciting. You know, we we're, like I said, it's going to be aggressive on both ends of the floor. Um, we're going to do, what we do whatever we need to do to win. But I think, you know, the characteristics is the big thing that's going to stick out, you know, playing hard, being aggressive, and trying to fly around.
1: All right. Most important question, Red. Uh, we do a thing called Artist of the Day on this show in the. We all know Bruce Springsteen was Coach Beheim's big artist. Your favorite band, so we can go Monday with the artist of the day. Who's your favorite band? Could be any genre of music.
6: Any genre of music. My favorite band. Whew. I'm going to go a little newer. So probably would be, I don't know if they're a band. I think they are a band, but they're a group. Uh, Maroon 5? All right. Nice. There
1: we go. We'll go maroon 5. I don't 5. think we've done them yet. No, no, that was a, I was not expecting maroon 5. Yeah, Excellent.
6: there you go. Switch it up so you don't know me like you think you
0: do, Paul. <laughs> Uh, red, this it's a, it's an exciting time. Uh, congratulations. Uh, get some sleep this you know, we we do lose an hour this weekend. So try to go to bed early. Oh my god,
6: man. Uh, get yeah, some sleep this know. weekend.
0: Thank you. Uh and and listen, congratulations again and and all the best and uh, I'm sure we'll talk again soon.
6: Thanks, guys. Appreciate
0: you. All right. The new head coach of Syracuse basketball, Adrian Autry. And with that, we'll take a timeout. We'll open up the phone lines the rest of the way, 315-437-7644. We are back after this on ESPN Radio.
4: Watch your favorite ESPN Syracuse sports talk shows on QSportsTalk.com.
1: Welcome back to Orange Nation. Pauly, Steve, with you? Know this one, Steve? Long time. Not play. Not yet. This is kind of the extended version here. Let me. You've never heard. I, I don't know. Long time by Boston. You're I fired. Mean, probably. You're fired.
0: I don't know. Dear Lord. It, it doesn't. It's not coming to mind at the moment. That is shocking I'm sure I've heard How it. Do you, you played me like three seconds of it. You should know that as soon as I, I can name that in two notes, Steve. All right, well, I didn't apparently. I needed five seconds. I'm sure I've heard it. Drew in Syracuse, up next on the show. Hey, Drew. Hey, what's going on, guys? I, I, I guess
7: I don't want to be the negative right now because I'm, I'm congratulating. Towards red for getting the job, and but in that whole thing that you just had with him, he didn't answer one question. He it, it couldn't have been anything more than like Jim, where I don't answer a question. What would you, know, what, what, you? What question did you not like? Be specific. Well, let's see. He didn't say what defense we're going to play. He didn't say, uh, you know, what his recruiting plan was. This is what I was afraid of. I said if one of these guys got the job, whether it was Jerry or him, that it, it could possibly be the same old, same old. And that's what I'm afraid of. Is what, what, is, it, what is
1: a good recruiting plan?
7: What is a good recruiting plan?
1: Yeah, like I'm a, I've been in the media and around the business. I don't know what the hell a recruiting plan is for a coach. Tell me what a good recruiting plan is.
7: Well, let's let's just say we, we don't even have what one recruit next year yeah it's because they,
1: be, because they have a huge class this year
7: right and you don't There's, even know if any of them Paulie are gonna stay yeah so. but you can't
1: you can't recruit to a spot you don't have that's what the transfer portal is for that's how college basketball has changed
7: great we're gonna wait on a recruiting transfer. Portal, the I don't mean to be negative, but it's just somehow it just feels like it's the same old, same old. And what we're getting from Red is God, Drew, I, Drew. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm
1: sorry, Drew. It's been it's been 48 hours. Let let something happen first. Let something happen. You're being negative over two interviews. For the love of God. Let him work. Let him recruit. What is his recruiting plan? You, he hasn't done it yet.
0: Oh, Steve. His recruiting plan is get guys like get the best guys he CJ can. C.J. Fair, Chris McCullough, Jeremy Grant. You know, guys that that he's he's landed in the past. So, um, I, I'm with you, Paulie. I, you know, I didn't I didn't get any of that today from he's not answering questions. I think you know this is. It's a new task and he's uh he's diving in and you know, as you said, let him let him catch his breath. Let him catch his breath here a little bit. I think we're all working on uh very little I, sleep at I the moment. I hate
2: when
1: fans do things like that. What's his recruiting plan? Do you really have his recruit what the hell's a good recruiting plan? I don't know. Like, does the average fan know that?
0: Here's the thing. I I you know I'm not concerned at all about if he's in over his head. Like I know people have said that, well, he's not been a head coach. I don't think he's in over his head at all. I think he's been part of the program. I think this is this is part of the reason that you go with a hire internally is that it makes for a seamless transition. The guys here already know him. The guys they've been recruiting already know him. He He knows how it works here. It's not like he's coming into a brand-new situation with his eyes wide open. He he's been here. He know he knows the drill. I think he's going to be just fine. I I I I'm, I have no concerns let, that he's going to be in over his head. And
1: I'm not saying you can't be critical of the new head coach Autry, but for God's sake, let him do something. Anything. Let him
0: do anything you know, in the in
1: the position before you're critical. Of
0: it, it's funny. After the press conference, uh, Felicia Leggett Jack was was one of the the coaches standing there, and so I went up and and we uh, we interviewed her briefly. And I said, listen, you know, you, uh, you have one year under your belt of coming back to your alma mater to be the head coach here. Do you have any advice for, for Adrian Autry? And she said, I told him he needs to breathe. And she said, I'm not sure I've taken a deep breath yet since I got here. And she said, and I've been a head coach for 20-plus years. You know, he's, he's doing it for the first time. And so that was her advice to, to him was just take a deep breath, let it sink in, try to enjoy, you know, the, the, the excitement of the first few days and then you can dive in. So I think he's still in the breathe stage. Drew
1: Drew clearly didn't listen to the
0: show yesterday.
1: Remember when I said Syracuse Thomas Jefferson's old uh, quote: "Syracuse and Jim behind both needed to take count to ten yeah. before they yeah. before you do something. Think it through. If you have to, you know, if you have to lead your sentence your your call off with, I I don't mean to be this guy,
0: but d- <laughs> but yeah, yeah, they don't." See, I and and I I like Drew. He's called called the show many times. I do and too, but I, that was uh, let him work. Yeah, let's yeah, let's 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 take a deep breath and uh, let's let us let us see how this goes. But I I don't think he's in over his head at all. If that's the point of what Drew was trying to say. Uh, let's uh, let's go back to the phone lines. How about Dave in Syracuse? Uh, Dave's up next on the show. Hey, Dave.
8: Good afternoon, guys, and I just want to say I think it's going to be a great year for basketball upcoming, and we got to give Austria a chance. You know, we can't all jump on them. You know, there's always going to be people that are, are like, oh, they don't like the way it's going to be. They think, you know, there's always going to be people like that, but you got to think positive for the future, You and I can't wait for the first basketball game already. I don't want to waste summer away or anything, but, you know, I'm ready to look forward to it. The first basketball game, I'm going to try to go there, even if it's Non, you know, preseason. I want to see how this team's going to be and get a kind of a feel for him. I can't wait already. I mean, I know, we're, I mean, I don't want to wish away summer, but, you know, I'm looking forward to it. And I think he's going to be a good coach. And we all got to understand that it's going to be, depending who leads, it's going to be a rebuilding process. Again, I mean, hopefully we'll do good this year. If all, if all these guys stay, we could really make a deep run. But if not, it's going to be rebuilding and we might have to suffer about not going into that tournament again but hopefully we'll have a good team and I think with the experience that we have if all the guys stay, we can make a deep run in the tournament but if a lot of people transfer then we might I mean it's gonna take time before we get back into the tournament unfortunately so it's not gonna be an overnight thing you got to just go one game at a time
0: all right Dave you know what they need to do Pauly? Uh and we appreciate you checking in Dave they, they and I think Dave was getting this they got to win the off season. yeah they do in
1: that first that press conference,
0: it was a win. That was a
1: win for, for the off season. That was a that was a
0: convincing
1: win today. Yes, and I just season. want everybody to take my advice. Wednesday never happened. The buzzer beater never happened. The press
0: conference never happened. The press release never happened. You know what? It's fine that Wednesday did like they got it right today. Yeah. They came back. They yeah. built. You know, they dug themselves a fifteen point deficit with Wednesday. Yeah, they they came back today. They got the win today. Dave, maybe the first. The earliest ever is it basketball season here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> you want to take our time out and get back into the t- yeah, back why, of time?
0: Yeah, why don't we do that? We got a, a couple more callers lined up. We're going to take a time out here. We're up against the top of the hour. More of your phone calls next on ESPN Radio.